Hey girl, hey. Welcome to the Happy Hour Combos Podcast. When was the last time that you actually went out to a happy hour? Do you feel like it's hard to make friends in your 30s? Are you desperate to escape from your overly scheduled life? We want you to know that you are not alone. We get it. Trust us. I'm Keisha, a 30-something, newly divorced mom of two, work-from-home entrepreneur starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 30-something, corporate-working mom of two, married to my high school sweetheart. Join us weekly for Real Deal Girl Chats because adulting is hard and leaving happy hour behind is not an option. So grab your drink of choice because the best combos always happen over cocktails. Cheers! Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do we'll know. We'll get to that. It's time to take a shot. It's going to be a couple shots, but I'm the doing board. good. Don't hold bar tonight. <laughs> so, listen, what bars are still open in Cinnamon Sin at nine, 8, 9 o'clock? Because I might be on the way there after this. But no, all is well. How are the you? The night is young. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, how's your week been going other than tonight? <laughs> other than tonight, um, it's been it's been really good. Like I keep telling people, um, I feel the most like myself and that I felt in in months. So I know we'll get to that later, but um, yeah, it's been it's been a good week. But thankful. Awesome. The weather has been like nice. It's been it's been some good days. How about you? Awesome. Uh, same. I mean, it's been a good week. I just been a little overwhelmed with the kids' sports schedules, but you know what? I never actually liked rain until this week because it's canceling some of this stuff on our schedule. I think about that all the time because I'm like, there's no other time I enjoy rain, like you said, until it comes to baseball. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I might get a rain stick. I mean, I might go purchase one, start doing dances in my backyard. <laughs> Do the rain dance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was this, this week we only had, well, this week, the way it would have been, we would have had Tuesday and Friday night free. That's it. That is not even Sunday night, girl. Like Sunday night, Sunday is booked from morning to night. That is crazy. Oh yeah. It's that's a lot. That's definitely something to revisit. I know this season it's already, you know, kind of like a commitment, but as they get older, that's definitely something to think about. Yeah. It's, it's a little too much. I think five days a week of baseball is too much. So rain sticking it in my backyard. I will be doing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I, hear I will you. learn some dances, but I mean, this time of year, it's always sketchy with the weather anyway. So, I mean, there'll be some cancellations. Mm-hmm. I just got to like hope at least once a week, something gets canceled because so I can have at, at least once a week. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Yes. Um, yeah. But now, um, have you, what have you been watching anything new on TV? Nothing really new. We I think we are catching up on the last this last season of Blackish. So we haven't been watching them live. Oh. So we've been like just watching them on our DVR, try to catch up. Um, and I think that's about it. I don't know. What, I don't know what we've been doing, but I haven't been watching too too much TV. I'm nothing new. How about you? Yeah. No, same. And now that you said that, I'm like, dang, you did say about Blackish. Um, but no, nothing new. I yeah. miss Alpha Elementary. I was like, dang, I guess the season's over. No, and it's so- not. It's not. For we Abba watched Elementary. that last night. We caught up. Yeah, there's a new one. Really? Yes. It's not Dang. open. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, I <laughs> well, forgot I got- about that. Yeah, we caught up on that. But there was a new one. I think it, we definitely watched it last night and it was like just recorded. So, yes. Oh, cool. Okay. I love that show. It, it's just so cute. It's like cute and fun and just good, wholesome sitcom. I love it. It is. Me too. And actually, I think it got renewed. So, we'll have Yay. <laughs> 
That's awesome. And I love that the girl who's, I don't know her name, but um, who's like the main actress, she was like, I guess she was found from social media because she used to have like funny, like um, like TikToks and videos and stuff that went viral. Oh, and really? Yeah. Oh, like, I, I think this is, I think this might be her first like real acting gig, I believe. Oh, well, she's from Philly. She went to Temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Temple yep. alumni. Woo-woo. <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. I forget why me and Brahim were looking her up. Uh, oh, well, I don't want to spill. I won't want to ruin the episode. There's a reason why we were looking up where they went to school. Okay. When you watch the new episode, you'll understand. I don't want to ruin okay. that for you or any for anyone out there listening. I won't ruin it <laughs> for anybody. But. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I watched it tonight. No, I love that show. Yeah, it's super cute. I don't know. Do you watch Big Brother? Have you watched that in the past? Maybe like season one <laughs> when it oh, first wow. came out, but no, I don't. I don't still watch it or haven't watched it in years. Okay, that's our summer jam, so that's going to be getting started soon, I guess. But that's okay. like it's a it's a pretty big uh, time commitment, though. It's three nights a week. Really, that is a yeah. For how long? For the whole summer. Oh wow! Yeah, it's, that is interesting. That is a commitment. A commitment. It is. This would be the only thing we watch in the summer, though. But it yeah. is, it. and it's hard to get behind because it's like there's evictions and stuff. So you kind of, like, if you don't watch it, don't open social media because you'll. Oh be- yeah. So, but that I look forward to that in the summer. So, because stuff cool. starting to wind down, like the fall shows are starting to close up and be done. So yeah. Um, where the heck are one of the housewives? Like, oh yeah, uh, real real housewives of Atlanta, Potomac, like. I feel like they are stretching this out. <laughs> and then I think Candy Show is on now. So I'm not watching that. But <laughs> just like, where are my house? And I keep seeing like little stuff on the blogs and on social media about like, you know, they've had events that they've been doing and people like showing pictures and stuff from when they were, I guess, filming. But I'm like, okay, if filming is done, like, let's see what's going on. Hmm. Which one's due? Is Atlanta's due, right? I would, I think Atlanta would be first. I feel like, so we have our DV- DVR set to record all the Real Housewives of Atlanta, and it's been recording, like, the first look. Uh, so I think it might be starting soon. Oh, okay. But I noticed that the front, like, the picture that they use for the DVR, like, it definitely has, like, it's missing Portia. It's missing, like, a lot of people. Oh, it's, like, updated with all the yeah. people. Mm-hmm. So I would suspect it's starting soon. But I think the first looks are just, like, recaps of last season. Like, it doesn't look like it's anything new. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, maybe it's a sign that it's about to come on. I think so. That's that's I forgot about that. That'll be on the summer, I guess, too. Yeah. A lot of TV obligations. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, speaking of TV obligations, though, this is not speaking of it. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I was I was like, dang, I don't have a segue. Um, <laughs> but no, like I said, so I um have been feeling so much better. So I feel like I've kind of alluded to it a little bit. Um, I don't know how much I've said in some of our other podcast episodes, but um, being a female comes with a lot, (laughs) comes with a lot that you, you know, expect when it comes to, you know, having kids and birthing and all that. And then even things that you don't expect, like having forever long periods and crazy cramping and fibroids and polyps and ovaries and cysts and stuff. Oh my, that's going to be the title. (laughs) Yeah. But um, yeah, have you, I'll start with you. Have you ever had anything like, you know, when it comes to female issues that has been a concern, even just like having periods or birth control, like anything, like what's, what's your deal? I mean, definitely nothing as like serious as you just have gone through. But I had, when I was younger, my period was 
super heavy and very erratic. It was just coming whenever it wants. So when I was on birth control pill from when I was like 12, like to just regulate it, looking back and now knowing what I know, I wish I didn't do that, but you don't know what you don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, I was on the pill like my whole life until I had my second child. So, um, yeah, just that. And then at one point I had a, I don't know if it's like a false or a bad pap smear. And then Mm -hmm. they had to do a colposcopy, which I don't even know what that is. I was like 23 or 24 when it happened. All I know is like after the procedure that's done like in office, basically during a pap exam, you like have coffee grinds coming out for a couple of days. I'm like, this is weird. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only, like, other than that, I mean, in regards to like lady bits, I had a weird thing happen when I was pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even remember the name of it, but basically my entire area down there swelled up so much that it looked like I was man, if you know what I mean. Shut up. Yes, it was It's called, oh God, what well, is uh, varicose veins of the vulva. Wow. So I basically had varicose veins on like my lady bits lips, like... <laughs> Wow. See, the the more you know, but like someone else who's listening has probably gone through that, but I've never heard of that before. And let me just tell you, for anyone out there listening, and if you have varicose veins in your legs, oh, they hurt like no other. I could barely stand up at my kitchen sink to like wash a dish. It hurt to stand up so bad. I was wearing like a girdle, sucking it all in. It was one of the most painful things of being pregnant wow. I ever experienced. Oh, that was while you were pregnant. While I was pregnant with Bianca. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's always that second kid. It's always that girl. <laughs> she messed up my eye. She messed up my lady parts. But well, I was so, this is me, like, right. I'm, this is me being like seven months pregnant in like excruciating pain when they finally realized what it was. Cause it started getting bigger and bigger and it's like pulsating. And it's like this area, something's wrong with it. So, so I start Googling like, labiaplasty because I'm like if this thing stays like this <laughs> I'm not mad at you I would do the same Listen, it was the most hideous thing I don't know if my husband would have ever been right after if it would have been <laughs> so I'm not lying I was googling but- like how much a late labiaplasty is like how, what, like do the varicose veins go away like what are the chances like making myself sick because I'm like if this doesn't go back but then praise the lord like Thank 24 God. hours after Bianca came out via C-section, everything went back to normal. Praise the Lord. There's so much that like we just don't ever know about until it happens. Like that's right? crazy. <laughs> crazy. Right. Things um, that you never like, unless someone like don't you know talks about, you've never exactly I, like I heard of Erica's veins in your leg when they're like, oh yeah. here, this is quite normal. What? No, not it's not. At all. <laughs> that's wild. But yeah, well, that is the extent of any lady issues I've ever in my life had. So mm-hmm. no, that's interesting. But you just help somebody by sharing it because God forbid if it happens anybody else, at least they'll know they're not the only one. <laughs> yeah, you're not alone. Um, you're in pain so for me, not feeling right. Just go to your doctor and insist that they like keep keep figuring out what it is. You can't just like go without knowing, like with anything. That's a big that, point. Yeah, you know, that kind of leads into your story about what happened with you. Yeah, no, for sure. So kind of you know, similar to you when I was like 12, I started on birth control, um, but only just took it 
maybe a year or less and I was just to regulate my period. Isn't that crazy how many like girls have done that? Yeah. Or how many, you know, of us have had to go through that? Like I hope and pray that never happens to either of our girls because I'm just right. like, that's a whole nother piece. But um, yeah, but other than that, I've just always had really, really bad cramping. Um, my period was pretty regular, like my whole life, even like going from pregnancy to not pregnant. And um, I, I was on birth control uh after Logan and then stopped to have Livy and then after Livy. Um, but pretty regular, like I said, the biggest thing was just like I always had really, really bad cramps. Um, but then in this past year, um, especially the past, what is it, March? So like six months, five months or so, it was like around October, November that I really started to notice like, bruh, <laughs> something is not right. <laughs> like it was, they were just getting heavier as far as like the bleeding and then the cramps were getting worse. So it must've been around October, definitely November. Cause I remember that's when I stopped working out because my period, I think it was for November was longer than a week. Oh and gosh. it was just like, yeah, it was crazy. And, um, you know, they say that you're not obviously supposed to be bleeding that much or supposed to be, you know, having clots the size of like a dime or quarter, whatever they say. So it was just like, all of that was just like out the window for me. Um, and like I said, my cramps were getting worse, like debilitating. Like usually I only have cramps one day, but it was like a couple of days and I could barely like walk and move. It was bad. Um, so obviously went to the doctor main appointment and they wanted me to first get an ultrasound because she thought it was fibroids. Um, so then went to get an ultrasound and then on ultrasound, they saw something in my uterus that she said could be fibroids or it could be a polyp. She couldn't tell, but then she was like, we also see something on your, uh, on your ovary. Um, and she was like, it looks like a cyst, but there's like different kinds of cysts. So she, she said, it looks like a dermoid cyst, but we want to just be sure. Um, and that's kind of just like, I guess, fatty tissue, um, different random things that can just accumulate and, you know, from cells and stuff in your body. So that's usually what a dermoid cyst is. Um, and then after that, she wanted me to get an MRI, first of all. Uh, MRI <laughs> they're gonna ask you if you're claustrophobic yeah and you might not be but you will be going through the, have you had one before yeah I had to have one when I was pregnant actually with Benjamin oh wow very terrifying yeah. yes yeah so scary so that wasn't fun and the noise is ridiculous like <laughs> I'm just like yeah. things things I never knew like now I have exposure to um got the MRI and then the results came back from that. And she, she was like, not scared, but she was like, I'm a little concerned. She was like, it looks, she like the system my ovary number one looked really big. And she said it looked um, more, I guess, hardened or firm than she wanted it to be. So of course they're throwing out, you know, the C word, like saying, you know, we want to make sure it's not cancer or we want to make sure it comes back benign. I'm like, I'm not even 35 yet. Like the, all of these things that they're just saying was so scary and it was just so crazy. Mm -hmm. So um, to remove the cyst, I mean, sorry, to remove the polyp on my uterus, they did what's called a hysteroscopy. Um, and when you first say it, people were like a hysterectomy, like a hysterectomy, like no, a hysteroscopy. And it's basically when they kind of, you can look all this up on YouTube because I looked up everything. Because mm -hmm. um, I was like, I want to know what they're going to do to me. Oh, good Lord. So it's kind of, for lack of a better word, than like scraping the inside of your uterus to remove a polyp or fibroid or whatever. And that's what they did to try to get some or most of the polyp. And um, it hurt, definitely hurt. 
<laughs> I was like, they don't, you know, really numb you like that. They give you a pill to take the day before or the night before that's supposed to like open up your cervix more. But other than that, really not too much else. <laughs> like, I think they did give me like a little bit of a pain, something, but I felt it. So that, that hurt like crazy. Um, but then after that, I will say, I think I had like one month before I had my surgery that I had a period and it definitely felt better and felt more like normal. So I was thankful for that. Um, and then I finally had my surgery. So it was like a while in the making because this is all happening around like January-ish and they weren't doing any elective surgeries um, because of COVID. So it had to be like pushed back. So it didn't happen until just early this March, two weeks ago, actually. Um, and that was scary. And I don't know, if, I know we talked about it, but I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. I was so scared of having like going under an anesthesia because I've never... Yeah. Had to go under for anything before. Um, but yeah, but thankfully they were able to remove the whole cyst. And, and that was another concern too. She was like, if it's too big or too wrapped around or complicated, we might have to remove your whole ovary. Oh um, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> but thank God they were able to, you know, remove the cyst and keep the uh, keep my ovary intact. So I still have two ovaries. <laughs> so, good. you know, that's good if I ever want to have any more kids. We already talked about that. Um, but yeah, so they removed that. And then she said it ended up, she said at first on camera with the MRI, it looked like maybe it was like seven centimeters. It was 10 centimeters. Wow, that's big. She was like, <laughs> not like I was a science, science experiment, but she was like, you were an interesting case. I was like, really? She's like, <laughs> but she said it's such a good way. You know, doctors are like, they like science. So it was like a challenge for her. I'm like, oh, I'm glad to, <laughs> glad to be a doozy for you. <laughs> it's like interns um, come in. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I guarantee you that probably is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> probably. While I'm like just stretched out. Oh my gosh. Um, and thankfully everything came back benign, nothing, no traces of anything. And then they were able to finish removing the rest of the polyp too. So um recovery after that was like it was hell the first day that I went home and then the next day. But um yeah, after that it, I, I felt okay, like just little by little, just kept trying to not trying. I had to be active because I have kids, so I didn't have right. a choice. <laughs> like you can't just like be on bed rest for a week. Um, but yeah, um, awesome. I had my follow-up appointment two days ago. Yeah. And she said, everything was healing properly. She said, you know, looks great. Like you're good to go. So that was a long, like five or six months. And it was just, like I said, it was eye-opening just as I'm like sharing and talking to people, how many girls are like, yeah, like I had fibroids or, you know, yeah, I have had the same thing where I had a system I over removed too. And it's just like, we don't talk about it, but it happens to a lot of us. Yeah. It sounds like it. I mean, anytime you mention something, like you said, somebody's had a story of some sort. Mm-hmm. So and, um, I'm just curious too, for anyone out there listening who may be experiencing like symptoms, like, was there something that maybe you should have identified earlier to go to the doctors that you were just kind of putting aside, like thinking, oh, I'm just changing. My body's just changing, or maybe I'm stressed or something. Um, that's a good question. I would, I would just say the only thing I noticed was just my period's getting progressively heavier and the cramps getting worse. Um, She was actually kind of surprised that they never saw anything or no one ever, if they did see something, they never told me about the system of ovary because she was like, they never noticed it in any other ultrasounds or anything. Because obviously I've had two kids, so I've had ultrasounds before. And I was like, no, because it doesn't just come, like a cyst that big doesn't just pop up overnight. So it had to be like there and growing 
you know, for years. Um, so, but other than that, those are the only symptoms. Okay. I think maybe like people think that having like an abnormally heavy period is normal, but it's actually really not. And it could be, it's not. And that's such a good point. And I feel like, not that it's like a badge of honor, but we, as women, we just tough it out. We're just like, Oh, I'm tough. Let me, you know, go to work and do all these things, even though I'm you know, hurting and excruciating pain, but no, like if it's to the point where you're like feeling like I said, like it's debilitating and your periods, as far as like the bleeding are getting like super heavy, um, for sure, like talk to your doctor about it and try to figure out what's going on because that's not normal, nor is it healthy. And a lot of women end up being anemic for that reason too. Right. That's a really good point. There was, um, I forget what health coach it was that I was following one day on Instagram, but she did like a reel on the period is literally a woman's vital sign. Like it's no different than your oxygen, your temperature, your blood pressure. Like it's a vital sign for women. And it's never really mm. looked at like that. And it's so telling of so many other things that are going on in our body when that's dysregulated. And it makes so much wow. sense. Like people don't give it that much credit, but it actually, it's like a big part of our lives. And it yeah. can be a telltale sign that there's something else going on. So you really if you're like not getting your period, if it's too heavy, if you've gotten really crampy out of nowhere, it's worth mm-hmm. to take the extra step to go to the doctors, seek different medical attention. If you mm-hmm. think something's off on your body, because maybe it's something else. That is, a, that's a, I love the way that you phrase that. Like it is a vital sign <laughs> for us yeah. as women. So it's so important. It's literally a lifeline to life. So like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, to- it's everything. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, you know, it I is. didn't come out with it, but I saw somebody else that posted it and it was like, so like, oh my God, like that. Yes. Like more people need to be talking about this. Yeah. And it's funny how, I mean, at this point in my thirties, I don't care, but like, I feel like, you know, obviously when you're a teenager or even like young in your twenties, like you don't talk about period stuff as often, because especially like around men, but then you right. just get to the point where it's just like, first of all, you wouldn't be here if, <laughs> if your mama didn't have a period. And if you have girls, your girls are going to get periods. So it is just something that has to become a natural part of our conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, but one interesting thing, you know, obviously all of this stuff going on, it's led me to think about, you know, thank God our girls aren't anywhere close to there yet. But (laughs) how do you, do you, so one thing I want to do, and I I learned this from the Cosby show years ago, and I did it with my mom is like when Olivia gets her period to make it like a big deal and special and be like, it's a woman's day and have like a special day for her. Have you ever thought about doing anything like that with Bianca? I have not given it any thought. (laughs) I know we're so, we're far away, but I mean, I hope to be at least a good eight to 10 years away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, you know, you don't know, but yeah, I, I honest to God, I'm not getting it any thought. Like it hasn't even crossed my mind because mm-hmm. you're more like, I, I'm more worried about the conversation. Yeah, than no, I, I know. <laughs> than I am Bianca, so. That is true. That conversation will be coming soon <laughs> if it didn't happen already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, another random question kind of about lady parts, mm-hmm. but have you had a mammogram yet? I have not actually. And then know that's something that I need to, get uh, soon right or you know somewhere between now and 40 I think the new regulation or the new like what they're recommending is 40 yeah I like pushed my doctor and I was like well I don't want to wait till I'm 40 so I did Mm -hmm. have one last year okay I'm due now but the issue is like a lot of insurance companies won't cover it now till you're 40 but Um. I mean I was just like I don't want to wait five more like I was I think it was like how old am I 39 whatever it was the pandemic hit when I was Mm -hmm. 
35 or 36 and I had to postpone it like a year and a half. And I'm like, mm-hmm. a lot of people postpone stuff. And I was just like, God forbid, God forbid I had something inside yeah. of me that shouldn't have been. I didn't want to wait. I was just like, I got like all paranoid about it. But um, yeah, I had the mammogram done and it came back saying that I had dense breast tissue, mm-hmm. which just makes it harder to detect cancer from a mammogram if I were to have cancer. So it's just kind of like, oh my gosh, like it's the importance of like going every year so they could detect changes, especially yes. because I have dense breast tissue that I never would have known if I didn't have a mammogram. Yeah, and that's interesting. And so, do you know if it's anything like if you have history of breast cancer in your family, would the insurance like allow you to push it up earlier? Because I feel like that should be an exception. So yeah, the doctor wrote notes that my mom has had um, things removed so that they did cover it, but I know a lot of people have to fight and fight with their insurance companies mm-hmm. now because they've changed the recommendation to 40. So okay. just anyone out there listening, like fight the fight. It's always yeah. better to check stuff early, right? You don't want to wait till you're 40 and God forbid something's been growing. I mean, it's just, I don't understand some things that go on in our modern medicine system, but um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious because a lot of women have not had one and they're, you know, between mm-hmm. 35 and 40. So I'm just like, fight the insurance companies, go get those done. Like it used to be 35. They just decided to change it. And I mean, as far as I know, breast cancer rates are not going down. That's interesting. They're not (laughs) like, why would it change? Right. So it's like, I get not wanting to like over radiate people, but Mm -hmm. it's a simple test you can do once a year to potentially save your life, you know? Right. So not to end on like a sad note, but like, I know your mammograms. If you're due, if you're not fight those insurance companies and get them done. (laughs) Mm-hmm. The joys of being a woman. Oh yeah, there are many. <laughs> um, but as soon as I figure out if I'm having a, another kid or last kid or whatever, like lock lock it all up, take it all out, <laughs> do whatever, like tie it up. Y'all can have it. I'm cool. That's oh, how I'm I feel. Burnt. It burnt my ties. I'm good. <laughs> it burnt those puppies. Yes. Um, but yeah, but no, so I'm I'm thankful. So is it time for the last call? The last call. Don't make me say. <laughs> um, all right, girl, you go first. All right, are we doing shots or are we doing cheers? We can start with shots. All right. all right, yes. All right, my shots. Okay. All right. So this is kind of like I don't want to be throwing my son under the bus or anything. However, my shot is to my son this week because we had a <laughs> parent-teacher conference because he's misbehaving in school. <sighs> yeah, misbehaving yeah. like being disrespectful to teachers, back-talking, walk, getting up and walking around the classroom whenever he feels like it. What? That my is... mom would have done knocked me into next <laughs> Tuesday if that was me. Uh, we were just like, you know, the teacher's all sweet. They're like, he's good at math and he's really good at reading and he's excelling at this and then okay now we're gonna talk about his behavior (laughs) (laughs) i was like i figured you didn't call a conference to talk about how good he was doing and everything so oh this wasn't his like regular because we have a conference coming up because it's report card time so this was separate from that no this was that so not okay well so not every kid got a letter that said there was a conference some kids got a letter saying no conference is needed Hmm. A okay. up on that one. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> your, conference, your conference is this week then. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do that to everybody. <laughs> they, they give every kid a letter, but it either mm-hmm. says, we do want you to have a conference or we don't. Well, this time I got the, we do. Mm-hmm. And I asked all the other, I'm like, did you get one? They're like, no, we don't have one. They're like, no, we don't have one. I'm like, ah! 
<laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm grateful in the sense that like we can address it as a family mm-hmm. and she's going to work with us and we still have some time left in the year to hopefully yeah. but but I literally was so just like what is happening like give me a shot like I just was feeling like you know he's a good kid the teacher he's a good kid he's just like I think he might be bored and he's acting out that's a huge deal for a lot of kids and that's kind of how it starts right because they're but bored and they're not like, being challenged rein that in because you can't mm-hmm. be acting a fool in the school so right, right. <laughs> so that is my shot what are yeah. you taking a shot for this week? Sorry, I was looking at what it was. I, well, I know, I know the shot. I was looking at what my toast was. My shot that just happened an hour ago because oh, I was sad. having a really great week is coming home to not knowing at all, walking in my apartment door, that there was a flood in my apartment. And I had no idea. No one called me from my entryway to my living room, to the kitchen, to the kids' room. And there's like two industrial fans in my living room trying to blow and, you know, I guess dry off the floors and dry the carpet and stuff. Not a single word from anybody. That is how I found out was just walking through my door. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had a little bit of not a heads up but my friend who lives on the other side of the building she called me earlier because there was like an emergency and she was like oh she's like just make sure you're okay like the alarms are going off like there was a water burst whatever but of course I wouldn't think that just my apartment would be affected right but it was just my apartment and my one neighbor next to me that's it that's crazy and I'm just gonna leave it at that I was beyond livid and I haven't had my shot yet, but it's coming in as, <laughs> as soon as we finish recording because this is still so fresh. And that. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So I have to have a really nice, nasty conversation with someone tomorrow about why I didn't receive a phone call about this. Uh, and yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. That's fair. That's what yeah. unfair. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to laugh it off. That's my shot. <laughs> what is your toast? All right, my toast is that I'm still 100% caffeine free. Girl, good I'm job. Off the caffeine. Yes. That is awesome. I haven't, I haven't caved. I don't even, I found like other substitutes and I'm okay. I don't, and, and this, I think I cleared my cystic acne. So maybe it was, the, so really you think it was the caffeine? So it's been a whole, like I got my period and I got, I mean, I've gotten a couple little like zits, but no more cysts which is what I was trying mm. to get rid of. Like everyone's going to break out now and then, right? For a little yeah. stuff. I don't have, my chin was cyst free for the first time, I think in my adult life during my period. It's so funny how so we like so often just eat and consume things and, you know, we're going through issues. Like you said, it could be uh, acne or it could be eczema or all these different things. And it really can come from what we're eating. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. I mean, it's only been a month, so I'm going to give it more time to see. But mm-hmm. if I don't, I mean, I will be telling everybody that's dealing with this, get, mm-hmm. get rid of the kif- caffeine, cut it cold turkey, because it's going to be life-changing if I don't have any more cysts on my skin. Yeah, but that's also, I'm very proud of you. Yeah, thanks. I'm so, I'm shocked at myself, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. that. How about you? What are you taking a toast for? I'm taking a toast to having my follow-up appointment and being cleared to work out. Hey. And I had my first workout yesterday. Um, I feel so good or I felt so good yesterday. And like, um, yeah, just, 
I, even before having the procedure, I just had no energy to work out, just like dealing with everything. And especially when I was on my period, like I could not do anything. Um, it was really hard to push myself too. Um, so I said, as soon as everything's finished, I really want to get back on track. Cause I enjoy working out, like not just for the fact that I obviously wanted to lose weight and be healthy, but um, it's, that's therapy. <laughs> working out, literally, I noticed so much of a difference all the time when it comes to just my mental clarity and um, just how I feel. So I'm excited to get back on this journey again um, to be fit in summertime fine and feel good <laughs> and all that stuff but yeah it felt really good yesterday hot girl summer hot girl summer is coming <laughs> I love yes it. but um but yeah but no, that's it so all right thanks everybody great. for tuning in cheers. yes cheers cheers to you new happy hour bestie we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the happy hours combos podcast and your drinks too If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share the show with your bestie. Or you can go over to follow our Instagram page to help grow our happy hour community and keep the conversation going.